Hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Soap Dish Salem Style. I am your host, Tony Ann. And with me this week, it's just Nick. Nick, it is you and me back again. What do you think? Hey, y'all. Um, <laughs> we'll see what I think. Let's, <laughs> let's go. All right. Well, we don't have any news, so we can jump right into our headlines. And first things first, Steve sees Bo and gets reunited with Kayla in Greece while Stephanie goes to Marlena for help remembering her call with Kayla. I loved the Steve and Kayla reunion stuff. Um, the Bo Steve stuff was good too, except this the way Bo is acting is just completely throwing me off. Yeah, but it's, it's a lot. But I have to say, like the way Stephen Nichols played it and like played seeing him, and like the history with Stephen Bo was a hundred percent there, and that part of it I loved. I'm just so over Pod Bo. Yeah, like, I, so I really, st- I did enjoy the scenes with um, Stephen Bow, and they were interesting. I thought something bad might have act- was actually going to happen. What did Bo actually do to him? Like, did he poke he him in the him eye out. or something? Oh, okay. Well, he, he went to poke him in the eye as a play on what, because like when Steve lost his eye the first time. Yeah, it was Bo's fault. It, it was Bo's fault. So they, they were calling on that history. But then he just ended up, I think, like cold cocking him with a gun to knock him out. Oh, okay. But yeah, that was those scenes were good. The Stephen Kayla scenes were good. Um oh, the Stephen Kayla reunion scenes were um magical. Like there's just it reminded me why I loved them when I watched Classic Days and watched their original run. Like when they get into this kind of zone, there's just a magic there and I love it so much. I don't really understand what the point of Victor's letter was. Okay. I'll be honest. That's where I was going next. Because I thought it was going to be some earth-shaking, earth-shattering secret coming. But... Mm, I, I knew better than to believe that. <laughs> it was... I guess it, it provided context for people who may not have been aware of how much Victor loved Caroline. But I don't think it was necessary to drive home the Bo Kiriakis thing, it was because we don't want that. Like we want Bo Brady. Yeah, it, we came for it, Bo Brady. Give us Bo Brady. No one needs to be reminded why Bo Kiriakis is a thing. We know why he's a thing. And Kayla's reaction to it was a bit weird. Like she basically sobbed through the entire letter, which even she admitted was odd. It's just, I think it was. Because, uh, like, I think knowing about it, but, uh, knowing about their affair is one thing, but hearing it in Victor's own words, how much he, how much he loved her, her mother, and knowing and I, that Victor was willing to do all of that and wanted, wanted Caroline to leave and Caroline didn't, um, yeah. And props to whoever wrote, like whoever wrote the script, had the breakdown for that because the tone of that letter was absolutely '80s Victor and Caroline. Like I, I watched that story, so like reading that letter, that felt authentic to the Victor of that time. So whoever got that script got that part right. It just felt very random. Yeah, it felt weird. Like, I think it also hits a little better at this point because it 
feels like a tribute to John because he's gone. But when this was written, that was not the case. So I'm trying to figure out what the point of putting that in there was. It's playing great as a little bit of a tribute to Victor now, but that wasn't the intention when they wrote it. So what was? And that's kind of where I get a little lost. I mean, something could have changed. That wouldn't surprise me if something was intended and then they changed their mind for whatever reason. But yeah, it was it was very weird. It put it made my it it set my expectations a little too high. I'm like, what are they? Because whenever there's a a letter reading, oh, beware who's 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 daddy ain't they daddy? That's what I'm. That's the first thing I think. And see, I learned from the Kate Jack letter. Um, that was just terrible. Oh, no, it was completely 100% terrible. But that letter was in that week's promo, and I completely lost my shit. I almost went into Twitter jail because I thought we were about to say that Gwen was Kate and Jack's child, and I was not no, but fuck no. And then that is not where that letter went, and I raised my blood pressure for no reason. (laughs) So I have learned not to put such high expectations on promos and spoilers to avoid massive disappointment and or massive blood pressure elevation. But that was basically it for the grease stuff that I actually cared about. So I guess we can move on to our next thing. Sure. Brady and Chloe discuss the status of their relationship and Brady goes to Marlena for help with Rachel. I was so happy to have the Brady-Marlena conversation because I think that if anybody can get through to Rachel, it will be Marlena because Marlena has been where Chloe is with Brady. Like, Mm -hmm. Brady, you know, Brady gave her hell. Granted, he was a hell of a lot older. But, you know, Brady did to Marlena what Rachel was doing to Chloe. Yeah, I um, I'm over this story specifically. Even though, I, even though I do like Brady and Chloe, there's they've written nothing to make me like them. Like they've they've barely been a couple because every time they're together, it's some crazy shit happening. Either Phillips losing his mind, or Kristen's around, or now Rachel is unnecessarily causing chaos because she's supposed to love Chloe. But um, I wish Brady and Chloe were dealing with this in a more solid place. Like, I wish they were actually together. I wish they were actually married. I wish they actually had a life together. Because right now, like, y'all are just dating. There was no plans of engagement. Y'all weren't engaged. You weren't married. You've been with a bunch of other people. At this point, I'm getting to where I am with Chase of Brooklyn. Either shit or get off the pot. I'm... And, and I, I love- would be I would be open to the Rachel stuff if I thought they would they could handle it well, and I just don't think they could because like I'm pretty sure there's a lot to explore with Rachel and how chaotic her, her life has been because of her parents' relationship. So go there, but I don't think they will. 
and I don't think they will do it in an organic way. Um, yeah, that. So that's where I'm at with it. I'm like, I, I like that we finally got some point of view from Brady this week too. He's like, you know, you can kind of hear his confusion because he's like, I don't get it because I just want to get you and Rachel back to the good place. And you can, you whether you agree with his um, assessment of the situation or not, it's very clear that he blames Kristen for this change and he doesn't know how to fix it. And I but. think he's he's been approaching it the wrong way because I don't think you can just I don't you can't band aid it. You have to address it head on. You have to sit down and talk to your child if she needs professional help. Then fine, or you need someone to mediate. Fine, but you need to get to the root of the issue. And just telling her what to do obviously isn't working because she's not listening to you. She has she doesn't want to listen to you. I just I hope whatever they do, I hope he's an adult about it, and I hope Chloe, they let Chloe be an adult about it because I don't like the her getting so annoyed that mm. she, she just starts like flying off at the mouth. I really don't like that either. Um, that's just not. It's not Chloe. It's not something Chloe would do. Chloe doesn't hate Rachel. Chloe hates the situation. And Chloe's reacting to buttons being pushed, but it's just, it all just does not feel, it doesn't, it doesn't feel, feel or, character. It also, it doesn't feel organic. It doesn't feel like this is, it doesn't feel like this was a natural progression of a story that was already happening. It feels like they forced some stuff to get us here. And I didn't like, yeah, they like they didn't, purpose. they didn't have to take this particular turn. Like Brady and Chloe could have gotten back together and then you see Rachel starting to act out. Like, what if Rachel, uh, Brady and Chloe got back together, got engaged, and then, you know, Brady comes home and says, guess what? Daddy's, Daddy and Chloe are going to get married. And then she starts freaking out. You mean like have her be fine with it until it comes time for marriage? Y yeah, exactly. Like, Give Brady and Chloe a reunion, have them have them be happy, and then have them be so happy they decide to get married. And then that's when the issues with Rachel start up because then that gives it a little bit more weight because now, well, they want to spend their entire life together. So now they really have to try to figure out how to make this work. And it's not just about... Um, Kristen not just about Kristen and not just about them wanting to be together they actually are together and trying to build a life and now they're trying to find a way to make that life stable they went about this all totally completely wrong that part because like I think because we know Kristen didn't really have a relationship with Rachel. That's what's kind of makes it hard for me. So yeah, like, that too. So like, I think the, a better option would have been if Chris, if um, Rachel and Parker weren't getting along. Like, I would have preferred that being an obstacle to Chloe and Brady trying to build a family together as opposed to Kristen, because I never liked him and Kristen to begin with. 
and Kristen's sole purpose is just to is just to take Brady. Like and she always loses sight of the fact that she's a mom. Yeah. And that that's the thing too, that that's a complete disconnect. And I, I think I might have said it on the podcast. I know I said it on the timeline, in that the way they went about this Rachel thing is completely wrong too, because what they should have done is have Rachel and and Chloe be close when Kristen comes back and have Rachel be scared of Kristen and 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 veering more towards Chloe to give Kristen more weight when she does what she does. And then that would then give us more stakes throughout the entire story. Because then it would feel like Kristen did all this to get her child to love her again. Mm-hmm. And it just, this whole thing has just been completely mishandled. And then you've got Xander thrown in here for I don't know what reason. Like Paul and Nadia work well together, like which is a surprise because I wasn't expecting it, but... Yeah, they've, Why? they've always had chemistry. I just, I, I don't, I want them to end it now because I know I'm not going to like if they go there because I don't want to see Chloe making excuses for him. Cause like they brought up his, his, their past. They brought up him leaving her for dead. I don't want to see what happens if this show tries to put them together romantically because I've, Historically, this show doesn't handle that well. So I'm not interested in that. They could be frenemies. I, I don't have an issue with that. Yeah, that's fine. I, I just didn't have them paired romantically anywhere on my radar ever. No. But um, I think that's basically it for this story. Unless you have anything else to add? No. All right, so we can move on to Lee knows about Stefan and Gabby and Wendy convinces him to end it while EJ lets Stefan know the jig is up. What did we think? Um, I would have preferred... See, okay. I would have preferred... Um, it been a bit more dramatic in the reveal like maybe EJ leaked it to the newspapers or Lee leaked it to the newspaper or put it out online I just, it was a little too confined for me but um okay I'm I'm okay that it's over because I wasn't enjoying it anyway I want to see where they take Lee after this um because I, I, I did like the lee and wendy stuff though um, yeah things were really good they were really good they did kind of scare me though because it and and we'll we'll discuss you know salem got high in a second but yeah um i'm, I'm, I'm saving that for later because there, there was yeah. something uncomfortable there too yeah I can admit but that. Exactly. The dialogue with Wendy and Lee on that day made me very nervous for what was going to happen when Gabby was under the influence of the biscuits on Friday. I, li I like the fact that he had support and someone to vent to. Um, 
the I don't really care about the EJ stuff and stuff because I think it could have been handled better. But I enjoyed the Lee and Wendy stuff. And I don't really care about Gabby and Stefan at all. See, I do care about Gabby and Stefan, but um, I'm happy that this part of the story is over. I and that they just, can they actually... Just, they just handle... They just write them weird. Like they, they write them like they're a fairy tale and that's not them. That's what throws me off with them. That's what his death has turned them into for both of them. Because they've spent so long apart that they just want to get back together. What will be really interesting is if now that they are together, the reality of being together doesn't hit the same. Yeah, probably. Maybe. I don't know. Because she's basically had him on a pedestal for the last four years and he was all about Gabby before he got brain scrambled because we saw that when he first came back. So I'm really curious to see now that they're together where they're going to take it because we never really got to see them together long term to really see what they would be like as a couple. No, we did because they said I love you and got together in August and he died in October. Lonnie did the Lord's work. <laughs> but yeah. Yeah. They need to establish they need to figure out who they are and define them and then move forward because I'm over the will they won't they are together are they not is his brain working today or is it not? I'm over it. And at least we know we do not have a who's the daddy coming. Thank God. Who's pregnant? Well, because my thought was Lee and Gabby were 100% going to sleep together while she was under the influence of the biscuits. And then because she had just been with Stefan last week, like last night, that we were going to get Gabby's miracle baby, who's the daddy, and extend this mess even longer. But we're not going there, thank God. Thankfully. But I think we can basically talk about uh, what the main story or the best part of the week was, oddly. Um, Kalia drugs the breakfast biscuits at Sweet Bits and everyone is high out of their minds. Eric and Nicole sleep together. Wraith confesses his feelings for Jada. Johnny proposes to Chanel. This was way more entertaining than I thought it would be. I laughed my ass off the entirety of Friday's episode. What did you think? Mm, I The only thing that made me remotely laugh was Johnny proposing to Chanel. Um everything else I hated. Uh, even get even Rafe? Yes, because I didn't like him him suddenly forcing Jada to kiss him at work, like that kind of skeeved me out. Then the Eric and Nicole of it all. Eric was drugged and raped. Nicole was drugged when she was forced to do porn for her dad. Like, it's just, it was all unnecessary. And it was uncomfortable. Um, and I don't think, and of course, the, I don't think it's mentioned here, but the Lee Gabby stuff. Mm, that, yeah. That's also scared me because. They had him obviously deduce that she was something was wrong, and then he agreed to sleep with her. He stopped it, but like, why would you? Why would you even 
remotely play with that. Because they, they had him logically figure out. He concluded, oh, something's off. I didn't like the fact that they had him go to that room anyway. Um, he didn't do it. Great. But him considering it like I can get I probably could get past it. This he's already fighting an uphill battle with the audience. I don't think that would go I don't think that would help his case. Um, and thir- and and Thursday's dialogue did not Thursday's dialogue made me think he would he is in such a down place and loves her so desperately that he would take her any way he could get her even if she thought he was with some she was with somebody else but then he stopped himself and I was like oh thank god cuz I was not ready for Lee to go under that particular bus cuz I like Lee and I like Remington Hoffman and I want him to stick around. I know that he is sticking around, but I just want to be able to kind of root for him. And that would have made that very difficult. Um, I want him away from Gabby. Um, but yeah, the drugging thing, Taya being the one that drugged the biscuits again. Why? We're going to find out the answer to that in a couple of weeks. And I don't think it is what we think it is. I don't think she has any malicious intent. Because this is, this is, this is not playing malicious. It's playing like a science experiment gone wrong or right, depending on what the experiment is. Friday didn't feel like she was playing. Cause why did, why didn't you do that in broad daylight? You made the biscuits. She came in late at night in a black hoodie to a pl- to the place where she works to put some additional stuff in the biscuits that she was cooking. That seems shifty to me. So I don't like I don't like that part of it. Um, I didn't like it at all. But Talia seeming positioning Talia as the one who looks like she's up to no good bothers me because we like her. And he's also still around. So that gives me a little bit of hope that maybe we're not going the completely we're like we're going down a completely villainous road with her. Cause I don't want that because I really do like her. Um I'm just confused to what the point of all this was. Eric and Nicole were, Eric and Nicole were gonna get together. Rafe and Johnny Rafe and um Jada were gonna get together. Johnny and Chanel have been on the collision course. I don't know if that's where they're going, but they were gonna go that route. Gabby and uh was Gabby Stephen. and Stefan are were going to get together. None of this needed to happen to get those couples to where they where where they were going. Now, what did you think of Wendy's reaction? to um the marriage proposal i didn't care for it because she seems to be more into trip than she is into johnny um i want them to be straightforward about what's going on because i don't like trip me um wendy feels like she's waffling and i don't like that and i know how the fans are and i don't want people to be annoyed with her because I'm pretty sure that's where they're that's where people are gonna go I'm not annoyed with her because I like her but like I would rather they just be straightforward hey I'm gonna date both of you until I figure it out but they they won't they won't do that they just they keep 
just oh will they or won't they with both of them with both with both pairings and i don't get why see i had a completely different take like she's not exclusive with either one of them she technically is dating both she's not broken up with either one of them so to know that johnny's into her and like wanting to date her and then all of a sudden you come up on him proposing to another woman i totally get why she had the reaction that she did i get why i get the reaction but i also don't think she and she made her intentions clear with johnny so him moving on to his ex probably isn't a big deal but the proposal yeah Is like she... that that's my thing like it's not like she walked in on a coffee date she walked in on will you marry me and just the other night he was he was knocking on her door to pick her up for a date yeah it was i i just don't like the way they're writing it. i like the i like most of the characters involved i like the chemistry between johnny and chanel I like the chemistry between trip and wendy the chemistry between trip i mean wendy and um johnny is meh to me um but i would prefer a bit more of a concrete story and it just feels like they're just trying shit and that's my issue let wendy say i'm gonna date both of you what's wrong with that she's in her 20s she's young she's beautiful She doesn't have to be tied down to a relationship right now. They're, she's not committed to either one of them. Let her date both of them and may the best man win. I'm curious to see where this goes, but pivoting over to the Eric and Nicole thing for a minute. Um, do you think Nicole's going to tell EJ since Sloan now knows what happened? I, I don't know. Um, I would assume she would because it doesn't seem like her and EJ are serious. It feels like they're just there together to be together and they don't want to be alone, but it doesn't feel like they're committed. Did they say they were? I think they had a commitment conversation because she like literally again um, the night before or it might have been two nights in Salem. Time is weird. Um, she literally said um I want to be more than just co-conspirators with benefits. Okay. So I felt like, I felt like that was their declaration conversation. Maybe. Yeah. But yeah, I'm, she can, I would prefer she tell them because I'm not interested in them keeping this secret at all. Um, yeah, just cause we knew Eric and we knew EJ and Nicole were on borrowed time. Just end it. Because this, I don't think there's much of a story you can get out of this because we know EJ don't like Nicole like that. He likes her. He loves her. But I don't think he's into her the way they've showed us he's into, he's into Sammy. And they would have to do a lot of work to get me to believe that. So this just felt like they were just doing something to, have, to pass the time. And yeah, I, I can see that. Do you think Nicole's going to get pregnant off of this? I'd rather she didn't because, well, yeah, of the history. Not only the yeah. not only the the history with Nicole and her being able to carry the term, and also what they just did with Jada, it screams <laughs> fucked up. 
Yeah, that's kind of why, even though um, it looks like Sloane may be pregnant and what's being filmed now because of something that uh, Jessica posted on her Instagram story, I'm really hoping that she's either faking a pregnancy or that if she is pregnant, it's not Eric's because the optics of aborting Jada's baby, but keeping either Nicole or Sloane's baby for Eric, yeah, those are not good optics. I don't want, I don't, I don't want that for them. Like I want, I want Nicole and Eric to be together and I want Nicole and Eric to have a baby, but not like that. I don't even want them not to have like a, I don't want them to have a baby. Let him adopt Holly. Um, if Eric has a kid, it can be someone from his past, like someone he had a relationship with off, with off screen. It doesn't have to be Nicole. It doesn't have to be with Sloan. Like we don't for Eric, Eric and Nicole, unless they're adopting, and they've tried that already. So I don't think they're going that route. They can, Nicole can't have any more kids. The one she has was because Chloe decided to play stork and give her well, yeah well they they had agreed to they had agreed to chloe being the surrogate and then daniel died and she didn't know that that um chloe went ahead with the implantation but daniel and nicole had actually planned that with chloe and then daniel died yeah i just i don't think they need that i think they need to tell stories with them in the present um don't do nothing weird because we know we know nicole can't carry the term like what's the i don't want and the thing is i'm gonna be real they're 45 i don't i don't care to see them raise a new baby you can give eric a teenage kid yeah lord knows there's enough donuts donut holes in his history to give you plenty of room for a backstory. Yeah, he, he had a one night stand with the girl before he went to the priesthood. Problem solved. I would love it if it was that woman who came to, to remember the woman who came to town to tell him about the job offer? Who Angie, yeah, he, I remember her. Yeah. If that I would love it for I would have loved it to be her because they had chemistry. They did. But I will move us into um, in other news in one second. I just want to bring up the rape thing for one second. Well, a couple things in regards to this lovely biscuit story before we move on. It was hilarious to me that Nicole saw Eric in his priest costume or his priest outfit. And then the outfit that Rafe saw Jada in had me on the floor. Because I just Rafe having a dominatrix kink did not was not on my radar at all. I, I was confused by that as well. Because <laughs> he that just does not seem like his his brand at all. Maybe that's why he's so pent up. Maybe he needs someone to boss him around sometimes. Uh, maybe, but it was but. Uh, 
Galen was hilarious. Like I will say, the actors had a blast with the material. Oh, I'm sure they did. Like as as weird as some of the circumstances were, like Greg and Ari had so much fun. The faces they were making through some of this was hilarious. Eric with the banana camera. I was just ridiculous. It was it was it was way more entertaining than I thought it would be. But now we can sort of go into the less entertaining things of the week. Um, in other news, we have Alex vents to Gwen about Maggie. Gwen confronts Xander about Chloe. Chanel and Sloan get into a physical fight. Eric and Sloan fight about Chanel and Paulina. Chad and Marlena talk about Kate. Hope and Harris go on a date in Greece. What is your in other news pick? Weirdly enough, it's Hope and Harris go on a date in Greece. I I like them. It's weird. I know. Um, <laughs> they have chemistry. It is what it is. I'm not going to get too invested in it because I know it won't last, but yeah, they were cute. It it was it felt it felt weirdly timed. What do you mean? Well, I'm not exactly going to be going on a date when my sister in law is missing, presumed kidnapped by a madman who tried to kill me. That is not my time for romance. I'm just saying. I mean, it. It must be an adrenaline kink thing that runs in the blood. Like the timing of it was just weird, but the scenes were not unpleasant. I mean, they went there looking for information, so um, I didn't. I didn't think it was out of the ordinary for them to sit down and and get something to eat while they were getting the information. Well, no, they had already gotten the information that they were just kind of harangued into staying, and I was just like, this is just also oddly timed, which I get it. You kind of have to get it in where you can, especially because you know this isn't going to last long, but it just felt odd to me. I don't know the point of it, though, because I don't... I'm pretty sure the show's not really trying to write a romance with them, so what's the point of it? Well, considering she's not staying around, but he is, yeah. I think they're literally using hope to get us to like her so that when he sticks around, we actually care. Probably. That's what I think is happening. And for me, my another news pick is going to be Chanel and Sloane getting into a physical fight. On one hand, I am so tired of Sloane's constant um, barrage of insults at Chanel and Paulina. Like, I get it. You have more than enough reason to be angry at what happened. You are totally entitled to want revenge. But you've tried it multiple ways and it hasn't worked. At some point, you've just got to let go and let God. And on the flip side, I was so happy Chanel fought back. I was just like, because she's, she's, you know, she's felt very guilty over the situation of everything that happened. And so she's kind of been taking her lumps 
as you know as much as she could and then Chanel finally had enough and she fought back and I didn't blame her but I'm 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 ready to move past this storyline cuz we've kind of been stuck in the same gear on this story for weeks now and I'm ready to move us forward and hopefully whatever Talia's doing ties into that and we actually have some movement on this story. But on that note, Nick, what are you praising or shading? Um, I would say Friday's episode. I'm going to shade it because um, I did not like the drugging thing at all. And it wasn't like I it was it played very uncomfortable in every aspect of it because like I, I remember the halo the halo thing and people have been comparing them the people that interacted on halo were both clearly under the influence and no one slept together jada being completely sober and rafe forcing a kiss pissed me off lee deducing that something was wrong with Gabby and then agreeing to go to bed even though he stopped it pissed me off um Eric and Nicole both being victims of assault and having been drugged during those assaults or during those sexual encounters and then this happening pissed me off like the most innocent thing was Johnny and proposing to Chanel that's it everything else felt gross and icky and unnecessary and it soured me on a lot of things like I was open to Jada and Rafe and now I'm not sure if I want to go back to if I want to go down that route anymore because because of that like they they had something going and then this happened like why was this necessary I don't know what this show's issue is with drugging people and flirting with the idea of consent but stop please because it's not fun it makes me uncomfortable it makes i'm sure it makes other people uncomfortable um i was relievedly stopped it but because like i didn't have any reservations until the scene where he clearly recognized something was wrong and then decided to go to the room with her anyway. Um, I'm glad he stopped it, but I, that that rubbed me the wrong way. I just, I don't think any of this was necessary to get these stories to where we were going. It feels like we're just doing shit just to do shit, and I don't like that. But yeah, that's my shade. And for me, I am going to shade... Gwen and Xander. And I'm going to keep shaving Gwen and Xander because we don't care. We don't like you. This is terrible. Why are we playing it like Gwen and Xander are this big forbidden love affair that people are actually rooting for and not for what it actually is, which she is a jealous, secure, insecure, pathetic woman who scrambled a woman's brain just to hold on to Xander. And now Xander is getting into literal fistfights with people over the likes of Gwen. I just, I will forever be confused. I will forever not understand. This was, 
a whole multitude of choices that did not need to happen. And I want it to be over swiftly and quickly. Please and thank you. Do you have any final thoughts? Um, no, not really. Yeah, that's basically pretty much it. Uh, there, are, there are a couple things in spoilers that I'm looking forward to over the next couple of weeks. I'm really curious to see where this Talia thing is going because I was so sure that people were jumping to uh, conclusions with her that when it actually was her, I was shocked. Well, people assumed, Not, it, people assumed it was her. People assumed it was her as soon as they saw the drug biscuit spoiler. They saw the drug biscuit spoiler and there's like, whoop, it's okay. I, I already thought Talia was suspicious. Now I know she is. And she's why the one did, who did this. Why did people assume it was her? I, because people have been making connections to her. I, I think that she's tied into this Sloan thing for a while now. Like, almost well, right. Why her? I, I don't know, well, honestly. I'm trying to figure out what on screen has pointed to that. There's been nothing on screen, which is why I always thought it was a reach. And then I saw that spoiler picture, which while we're here, I'm going to throw out a quick mini shade to um, the pub publicity department at Days and the writers at Days. Y'all need to communicate because it was very clear that they were writing it in a way that you didn't know who drugged the biscuits until they were ready to reveal it in whatever episode they were going to reveal it in. And then they released the spoiler picture for what happened to be Friday's episode on Wednesday. And we knew that Talia drugged the biscuits before the biscuits were even drugged. Did we? Yeah. Did, did, I'm asking something else. I forgot it though. Did we know? Um, didn't we find out that the biscuits were drugged and that Talia did it within the same episode? No, the biscuits were drugged. Or was that the, on, was that the cliffhanger for the day before? Yeah, the biscuits were drugged on at the cliffhanger on Thursday, and when they did that, we didn't. The way they shot it, we didn't know who it was. They then revealed on Friday at the end in flashback that she was the one who did it. But they released the spoiler picture for that Friday episode where it revealed that it was her on Wednesday. Yeah, there was just. Oh, it feels like a lot of unnecessary shit happened. So, and this is not the first time shit like that has happened, and it irks me, so I always like to point it out, because it's like, can y'all at least communicate and be like, hey, can you make sure that this still does not get released until after the episode airs? Like, it's a simple conversation, and yet, it constant, shit constantly gets spoiled. And I love spoilers, so, like, I, I personally don't mind it, but, like, if you are trying to write it to be a surprise, but then somebody else in a different department at your own show does something that ruins the surprise, that's incredibly frustrating. But that's basically it. Um, this is it. So I guess we'll see y'all next week. Bye, everybody. Later, y'all.